Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the TNT Podcast. As always, it's Tyler Layfield, joined by my co-host, Torres Finney. How's it going, Torres? What's up, Tyler, man? I'm excited because you already know what time it is. Oh, man, we're, we're hitting that month, baby. And it's the month of the draft. Yeah. But you already know. Introduce our little guest we got today. All right. We oh, got we got Jackson. Jackson, how you doing, Jackson? Hey, I didn't know I was gonna do it. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good, man. Ready for my favorite time of the year. Been through several mock drafts, and I'm just ready to uh, ready to get this going. I hear you. And we got Trey Perkins as well. How's it going, Trey? It's going good, man. I always love this time of the year. Oh, yeah. So we're, we're, what we're going to be doing today in this show, it's going to be strictly mock draft. We're going to be doing part one. Part two will be on the way here soon before um, the you know draft you know comes around. So we're going to be knocking out picks one through 16. Each of us has, you know, either one, two, three or four in order. And we're just going to rotate in that order. So I gave the guests the first dibs on, uh, you know, what pick they wanted. Of course, Jackson took number four so he can pick his hometown Falcons. Uh, Trey went with number three so he could, you know, start things off with, the, you know, the 49ers. And uh, I naturally went to two because uh, I think that that Dolphin spot is going to be pretty interesting. And that left Torres <laughs> with the with the sloppy fourth. So uh, he ends up, uh, you know, going with the most, <laughs> you know, predictable, I guess, pick in this draft. Right, Torres? I think it's predictable. I mean, come on. Yeah. Let's be honest. We already know who's going number one. But. No, nah, we already know who's nah. going number one. No, nah, we already know who's going number one. Yeah. I, I mean, on the previous shows, I did um I did say that there could be a small chance that uh, Urban Meyer would go after uh, um Justin Fields, you know, at his former school that he was originally even teaching at and coaching. Um, but after all the small different reports about Justin Fields, you know, having uh, a certain injury, um, well, a certain sickness, uh dealing with his uh was his heart, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he, you know, it can make it makes certain uh, teams think about that first round pick, you know, because yeah. how long does he play? I mean, it shows that he, he has not been affected by it at all in football. He has shown that. But, um, you know, the chances of that happening is really low. And plus, I don't see anything uh, Jaguars are doing. If they're not going to get the best, then why not get uh, Trevor Lawrence? If they're not going for Wilson, they're not going for Jones. No, if it wouldn't feels, it's going to be Trevor Lawrence. So, yes, Jaguars picked Trevor Lawrence for that first overall pick. Not hard right, at all. No, I think we can all agree here, right, fellas? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty foregone conclusion. It feels like that Trevor Lawrence is the most sure thing, I guess you could say, um, in this year's draft. We've kind of known this for quite some time. It's it's pretty ironic that um, the two guys you mentioned there, uh, both both Georgia boys, when they were coming out of their respect, you know, respective high schools and um, you know, going to college that those were number one and number two, like pretty much yeah. when everybody was rating those nationally. Um, so it's it's cool to see them two, you know, doing their thing. Um, Trevor, you know, I felt like we've we've been thinking about him for a long time at this spot. So uh, that'll lead us to number two, pick number two here, and that's going to be me with the New York Jets. Uh, this one, you know, it, it could go, you know, a different way here, but for the most part, it feels like everybody's leaning one way on this one. And that's with Zach Wilson uh, from BYU going at this spot. And, um, you know, the hype was in here. We've, we've discussed it in previous, you know, podcast about, um, you know, specifically with, I know, Kobe, he, he's been kind of controversial, you know, with, with his takes on Zach Wilson, doesn't really believe in him. But um, Zach Wilson, he's, he flashes the talent. He has that, um, that baseball, you know, style, you know, that, that all these – NFL teams really go for now, you know, Russell Wilson having that background, Patrick Mahomes. So everybody wants one of those guys now um, at quarterback. And, and Zach kind of has that. The real drawback, I guess you could say about him is, you know, what they've been saying all year is, you know, what, what competition did he face, you know, at BYU? You know, they they had to end up playing, you know, Coastal Carolina, which, you know, ranked team. But, I mean, let's be real here. You know, like, is, is that really high competition? So that's really the one drawback I see. Overall, though, and, and then I guess, you know, somebody's brought up 
something about him not being captain. I don't know if anybody really any any of you guys know about that, but somebody said he wasn't one of the captains this past year. He's one of the only quarterbacks in BYU history to not have a captain mark. And so, you know, maybe somebody will do a little bit too much overthinking in that area too. But I don't know. I feel like they're going to go with him, especially after parting ways with Sam Darnold. Um, I feel like you go QB here in this QB deep class. So uh, Zach Wilson's the pick for me here. Did anybody have any, um, you know, thing to go against that one? I totally agree with that. Nah, yeah. I mean, we let's be, I mean, uh, unless they got some shockingly picks, I can't wait to hear them. But I ain't gonna lie to you. I think these first first four should be self explanatory. But we'll see. Ooh. We'll see. We'll All see. All right. So we'll that'll see. lead us to to uh to Trey here with the number three pick for the San Francisco 49ers. So let, let's see where Trey goes with this one. This was where things start getting a little weird. So let's hear it, Trey. Yeah, I, I totally be- I believe in what you're saying, Tyler, because um there's two guys at this spot that have just been talking about the whole entire time this is coming up to this draft. And um, between Justin Fields and Mac Jones. And I mean, I think both of them will be great fits for this team just based off of how they played in college. But I got a feeling that San Francisco is going to go Justin Fields here. They're going to lead more Justin Fields. <laughs> just because I just, he's, he's very, he's a very accurate quarterback. Not saying Mac Jones isn't, but I, Justin Fields just, he just seems to pop more for them. I feel like he would fit the system better because, I mean, he's a little bit more ac- or mobile. I guess mm-hmm. you could say you can use him in different ways. And, um, yeah, I'm going to go Justin Fields here. All right. So, did anybody Woo! have – Torres, is that, is that who you had, Torres? No, it, uh, no question it's Mac Jones. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't see him fitting in that offense that way. Uh, I do not think Justin Fields is the guy that uh, would be utilized – that way by Kyle Shanahan. I understand he already has Jimmy Garoppolo, but I think Mac Jones brings a different skill set to the quarterback position than Jimmy. I think Jimmy is uh, that type of guy. I mean, he has proven that he could be a starting quarterback, but he's not a franchise uh, starting quarterback. He's not a guy that's going to change the program. And is Justin Fields that? Yes. But I also believe Mac Jones is that as well. I think he fits really well in Kyle Shanahan's offense. Um, it, it gives me those same vibes as when Alex Smith was playing for the Chiefs or when he was playing for Jim Harbaugh. It's those certain quarterbacks that fit in that system that are making me excel to the next level. And I think Mac Jones is exactly that for Cal Shanahan. Jackson, I know you got something to combat that with. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not a Mac Jones guy. And, you know, I guess my rebuttal to that is even if he is Alex Smith, like Alex Smith had a ceiling. Like, I mean, we all knew that the Chiefs and the – I mean, the Niners almost got to the Super Bowl with him. But, like, the Chiefs always seem to kind of hit a ceiling. I think Justin Fields is, I think, by far the second-best quarterback in this draft. And, I mean, I know Wilson's kind of come up here. I know Lance and Jones get a lot of hype. But I, I think we're overthinking the Justin Fields stuff. And I, I really – to tell you the truth, don't know why. I think I would take Justin Fields. I would take Justin Fields at number two. But mm. yeah, you oh, were coming- so so what about what about Trey Lance in this situation then? I think it makes more sense because I think Trey Lance is going to need to sit a year. And the thing is, they still have Jimmy Garoppolo. Like I don't think Mac Jones needs to sit. I, and I just don't think you come from twelve to three to get a guy that. Um, if you're going to keep Garoppolo, I don't think you're going to come get a guy to start right away, which I think things could shake out after the draft. Like if a quarterback needy team didn't get their quarterback, they could trade for Jimmy G, I guess. But um, I think Fields and Lance are much more likely to be picked here. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you were telling me before the show, Jackson was mentioning this is kind of giving him those Deshaun Watson vibes when he was in the, you know, getting drafted, how people kind of overthought it on him in a sense. And if you think about it, there are, there's some similarities there. Yeah, I mean, Fields has just been unbelievable these past years. I mean, just two years ago, he had a 40 to three touchdown to interception ratio, which is just, it's, it's crazy good. I mean, his accuracy is unbelievable. Um, you know, I think Wilson, Lance, and Jones are all good, but, you know, I mean, Wilson's had one really good year against poor competition. I mean, that kind of reminds me of when Mitchell Trubisky comes out. And I think he's better than Trubisky, but remember, Trubisky only had one year. Yeah. So, and I think I just think Fields has been at the bigger stage and done it at the at the bigger um, level. So, I would easily take Fields. Yeah, I'll say this much. I know, um, you know, and it could be, uh, you know, me just coming up with some type of you know crazy situation here. Um, but I, I don't know. There's been a lot of negative stuff coming out. It feels like about Justin here recently. And I feel like I don't know. I feel like there's a narrative kind of being pushed, and maybe it's the 49ers trying to throw us off of this track. <laughs> 
I, I've been riding that that line of Mac Jones might be the guy they trade up for, but the more and more I think about it, with every each day that passes, and and the more you see about it, I don't know. It does feel like Justin Fields is just setting up for him to maybe be that guy here. I mean, he's got the body type. There's no doubt about that. You know, dude's probably not going to get injured that much, and he's got the mobility. He's a good leader. You know, um, he like Jackson said, he's had some good seasons. I know he struggled a couple games this season, but. I don't know. I think it would be kind of overthinking it. And Mac Jones, like you said, it is kind of weird to trade up that much. They tra- like look at this. So when they traded up, they didn't give up that much. They've been talking all this crap, talking about, oh, uh, we traded up so we could pick between one or the other kind of thing. They know who they want, y'all. Like you don't give up that much just to pick between two people. You know who you want when you trade up that much. So. I, I don't know. I, I think it might be Justin Fields too. I'm starting to lean that direction, Torres. I hate I hate to go against the fan over here, but I'm starting to lean that way. I can't see it, man. I just I just don't see it. I just think because the way Cal Shanahan talked about Mac Jones, the way he talked about his efficiency, his intelligence, and his decision, like he basically slobbed over all the uh-huh. Mac Jones in that in that NFL draft uh, when they talked about you know the quarterbacks he was looking at and. I mean, he could go steer the other way. I mean, he could. It could happen. He might be trying to fool you, Torres. He, he might could be, be he trying might to fool you, but it's hard for me to see. He, uh, it's just hard for me to see it happen. I just don't see it happening. I hear you. I hear you. So that, that'll lead us to number four, the m- much-anticipated Atlanta Falcons pick here. Oh, that's going to be good. I'm ready to hear what Jackson has to say here. There's been a common trend in mock drafts about who's going to get picked here. Uh, but, Jackson, who, who's you're on the clock. Who do you got? So, I mean, this is the most important Falcons draft since 2008 when they took Matt Ryan because what they do with the fourth pick will kind of signal where they're going to go. If they go quarterback, that means, you know, Ryan's got a two- to three-year window, or they could pick pick the best non-quarterback they think in the draft and try to give him a wide-open ceiling, new coaching staff, new everything. Or you could trade back, get more picks. You know, this team is in a horrible cap situation. They don't have a ton of young talent right now. There's a lot of holes to fill, especially on defense. And, of course, the Falcons are picking fourth in a year where there's no defensive player to pick fourth. So, you know. Yeah. I know what I would do, but I think what they're going to do is take Kyle Pitts. So, that's that's where I'm going to go right here. I mean, I think he's he's the oh, best yeah. prospect I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, he, he is just – I mean, he's that good. I don't like to throw that around a lot, but, I mean, he he's unbelievable um, from an athletic standpoint. I mean, Arthur Smith, their new head coach, uses two to three tight ends a lot, which is, you know, not something that generally gets done a lot in the NFL now, but – and outside of Hayden Hurst, who's a decent starting tight end, but he's more probably more of a tight end too. Honestly, you could get a really good uh, tight end combo there. And plus you have Julio, you have Calvin Ridley. You still kind of need a running back, which you could pick up later in the draft. But I think you're going to try to give Matt Ryan a bigger bigger window to win right now. And plus, I just don't know that you're going to take a player fourth and sit him for two to three years. That I just don't know that that makes a yeah. lot of sense with as many holes as you have. So I'm going to go Kyle Pitts. So, so you said that that's what you think will happen. What did Go back to what you said that what you want to happen, though. I would take a quarterback. I just – I think at four, you need to match up the value. And I'm a – I mean, I've been the leader of the Matt Ryan fan club for years. I mean, I think he's consistently underrated, but you're not going to pick this high again. And I think all these quarterbacks at least have talent. Like, I'm not a big Mac Jones guy, but I, I and I wouldn't take him here. But I at least think he has the talent to be really good. You look at next year's quarterback class, I think it's extremely underwhelming. So if you are picking this high again, I think Lance and Jones are much better than either one of them. I would take Trey Lance right here. If that's how the board falls, I hope it's Justin Fields. Wow. I, I would take Trey Lance because I just think it's a quarterback league. You know, the Chiefs traded all the way up from 28 to 10 to get Mahomes. And, you know, even though Alex Smith was still pretty good, but it's, again, you got to prepare for the future. And if you think Trey Lance can be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, you, you have to take him at four. You know, you, I mean, it's just, it's just the value of the pick. Yeah. I have a lot of questions for you, Jackson. Um, because uh, <laughs> this is arising a lot of different. Okay. First question. How long do you think Matt Ryan got left with the Atlanta Falcons? I hope if if they don't take a quarterback, I hope he has like six or seven years. I mean, just and I think he's probably got two to three, maybe. Yeah, I about to say realistically though. I'm about to say that's a long. Not, not everybody's Tom Brady, and you know, even yeah. Drew Brees. Like Drew Brees has not been a good quarterback these past couple of years. Like he started, but I mean, you could clearly tell that the Saints were held but he's back. Been so. better than average. Yeah, he's been better than average. 
Right, least. but I mean, stuff for last I, year. I, there's no way I could have picked the Saints to win the Super Bowl because just because I mean, Drew Brees couldn't throw more than ten yards down the field. I mean, that, like their average completion this past year was like six point seven, which was like twenty eighth in the league. Like that, that was that's bad. I guess my worry is if they do take a quarterback and all of a sudden Matt Ryan comes back to MVP top play under Arthur yeah. Smith and is just all of a sudden really good. Like then, what do you do? Because then you're kind of stuck because you just took a quarterback, but you're going to get rid of your hometown guy that you know, is playing really well. So it's – Well, the Packers did it with Brett Favre. Brett Favre had one of his best seasons with the Packers two years prior before Aaron Rodgers got – maybe in, uh, two years before Aaron Rodgers became the starter. Yeah. So yeah, and I mean, it's not like, – That's it's not my a, point here is, like, I would just go ahead and get your quarterback. If you think he's the guy, like, the Packers last year taking Jordan Love, I think that was a, just a mistake because I don't think Jordan Love's that good. I think Lance could be that good, and I think he fits into the offense really well. That's what I would do. But I think they're going to go Kyle Pitts. Also, last question. Chances are the Falcons get um, Alabama's uh, Smith, Heisman winning trophy wide receiver, to add to Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. What are those chances? Zero. To me, it'll either be – if the board falls this way, it'll be Lance, Pitts, or the offensive tackle from Oregon, or they'll trade back. I don't don't know that you could justify a receiver. Yeah. I, I mean, Trey, did you have anything you want to add to that? I mean, I, I totally agree with the picks, Pitts pick here, but yeah. I don't think I don't I don't think they need to get a quarterback right now. If anything, like you said, they've probably got two to three years left. There's going to be another quarterback that comes in through the draft eventually that they could get. You can't take that chance though. I mean, take I'm, I'm taking the chance because you can't pass up Kyle Pitts and Arthur Smith's offense. You saw what Ryan Tannehill did with it. Yeah, and I, mm-hmm. and I, I agree. Exactly. I, I totally, I totally believe that Matt Ryan's a better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill, especially with Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley. That's true. I believe and, a, and a future Kyle Pitts. But um, and I also I don't believe Trey Lance is going to be that good in the NFL. I'm just going to go out and say it now. You can you can clip this little thing right here. Yeah. Uh, two years later, and he's a he's an elite quarterback. <laughs> you you can play that on Twitter or whatever. But I, I'm going to say it right now. I don't think he's going to be a good NFL quarterback. Uh, it'll wow. be better than hey. Mac Jones. Yeah, I'm gonna add on Yo. to that. Ooh. Let me tell you something. I don't know what Jackson got against Mac Jones. Hey, no. Now look, now look though. If you're looking at the the past, past Alabama quarterbacks that came to the NFL, you can't name two quarterbacks that actually did something in the NFL. Maybe Joe Namath. That's about the only one. Yeah, you can't. You're 100. You're, you're, you're right. You're correct. right. Because I mean, like Tua, Tua hasn't uh, yet shown it. You know, Tua does have a chance, but he hasn't yet shown it. Tua, Tua right. have had some highlight moments. Yeah. So we can't throw away that now. Uh-huh. AJ McCarron had earlier, a few highlight moments. If you're going to take a quarterback, like say Mac Jones did go three, when was the last time a quarterback with like no elite athletic traits? And he doesn't even, I mean, his arm strength is okay. You're basing it off his accuracy and like his football IQ and his smarts. Cause that's all I hear getting talked about, Mac Jones. You're banking on him being Tom Brady because that's what I hear when you say like, okay, Tom yeah, Brady's yeah. never had a great arm. He's, I mean, his football IQ and just his just knowledge of everything is just so good, and his accuracy is just so much better. Same with Drew Brees. Like Drew Brees didn't never had a great arm, but he had enough to get it done. That's what you're banking on Mac Jones being, and maybe he is. I'm just saying, with a quarterback with not much athletic upside, I just think that's just a big chance taking three, and that's I, my the, biggest thing against the thing. The thing I'm looking at, I'm not necessarily looking at him as the overall play of NFL quarterbacks combined. To, I mean, compared to others, I'm looking at the situation he's being placed in. Kyle Shanahan, that San Francisco offense that is slowly being built up to the way that Kyle Shanahan wants this to be built. You got to remember, in just his what, how long it took his second year, second year, I believe. He took that mm-hmm. team to the Super Bowl. So I'm sitting here looking at what the 49ers got right now. That defense is still is still looking. It was still really good last year. It just they had it, they have no offense. That's injuries. why they lost a lot of games. Yeah. yeah, a lot of injuries. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. You get a pretty decent quarterback in there. There was time when Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't even get the ball down the field. Like he was really inaccurate at times. If they can get a Mac Jones who can be accurate, probably better football IQ than Jimmy. I ain't going to lie to you, man. I can see a late Brady, because I, I stand by this. If Brady didn't get in there with New England, I don't think we're seeing a seven-time Super Bowl champ. I don't believe mm-hmm. that. So, Mac Jones getting placed in the right situation, this is where I see those that type of quarterback. I just got placed in the right situation, and I'm going to win with that type of team. That's all yeah. I see with Mac Jones. Yeah. 
and I, I'll agree. I like the uh, Kyle Pitts pick here. I think he's um, outside of, you know, outside of the quarterback position. I think this is like the most sure thing. I feel like he's the most like sure thing outside of like, you know, Lawrence, you know, I, it just feels like he's going to be good, bro. Like in, in this league, you're starting to see these tight ends like Travis Kelsey get good. But I'll say this much, and Jackson did mention a trade. I, I mean, outside of them getting pits, I could I could really see somebody. I, I honestly think that people are really going to actually end up offering a lot to trade up for this pick. I think there are, I think there's a lot of teams that really want pits. I don't know, you know, quite who is going to do it, but I feel like there's some shenanigans behind the scenes. Like somebody's going to pull some stuff come draft night. So um, that that'll lead us to pick number five. So Torres, you're back on the clock with the Cincinnati Bengals. Um. Yes. Uh, look, it's not hard. Another uh, offensive lineman. I mean, I got two easy picks. I'm glad. Uh, Penesu <laughs> Will from Oregon, offensive tackle. Reason why I'm taking him. I mean, we all understand the situation that Cincinnati Bengals have been in with the offensive line. If not the worst, if one of the worst offensive lines in the league coming out of last year. And um, even though I'm a Steelers fan, and yes, I mean the Bengals did beat us last year without nothing, basically. But Joe Burrow behind the, I mean, behind the center man with the ball in his hands. They already got a decent wide receiving core. Uh, defense still got to get picked up a little bit. I think they still got to look for some more things and more things on the defensive side of the ball. But the offensive line is their main key. It wouldn't be shocked to see them get at least two or three offensive linemen in this draft. Yeah. Um, but that's going to be their main thing for uh, Cincinnati this year because you don't want the number one overall pick you just got. And mm-hmm. he can't stay upright. You know, he just had ACL surgery. And we're going to see how that affects him. I don't think it really really will affect him too much. He's going to have a long time recover. Um, I mean, he's already up walking, running already. So he's going to be fine. He'll be back at the beginning of the season. But if they can keep Joe Burrow up right, you could be seeing a potential, you know, now with the added playoff team, a potential uh, um, playoff team out of Cincinnati. So. Okay. I can't – hard to argue with that. Um, you're right. They, they've struggled on the offensive line. Got to keep Joe protected. Anybody have any, you know, um, thing to say against that? I think this is the uh, – another lock pick. Like you said, with Trevor Lawrence going number one, I, this is definitely going to be the fifth pick right here. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. So, that, that'll lead us to the next pick. That'll be me picking number six for the Miami Dolphins. And, I, you know, I was really intrigued by this one. Uh, just because, you know, the Dolphins, as we know, they, they traded back and they traded back up to number six, um, you know, stockpiled some picks in the process. And, and really the reason I think they traded up to number six uh, was to go after who we just got done talking about. I think they were trying to go after Kyle Pitts, honestly, um, that they maybe he would slip down there and who knows it could happen. I doubt it. Um, but right here outside of, Outside of him, uh, really, the Miami, they need to give Tua some help. I mean, you, we've, you've heard it from our Alabama friends all season long how Tua has no help. He ain't got nobody to throw to. You know, that's the reason they're, he's not doing good, all this kind of stuff. So why not go out there and get somebody that can actually go and catch the ball? And really, when you start talking about that outside of Kyle Pitch, you start thinking of, you know, guys that he's already played with. You know, you think about Devonta Smith and you think about Jalen Waddle, but you also think about another fella. From LSU, his name is Jamar Chase, and that's who I would pick here if I'm the Dolphins, and that, that's who I think they're going to end up going with. I think he's probably the most sure thing, I think, at wide receiver now. That's that's just me. Maybe I'm going on a limb. I like Devontae Smith. I do respect him, man, um, respect it all, and, you know, the body type ain't really all the way there. He's already – you know, people, it's been brought up this whole time. I just don't know how long that's going to – um, that's going to last in the NFL, you know, with, with a body like that, if, you know, if he's not able to add to it. But really, Jamar's got it all, bro. The physicality, you know, the athletic ability, um, you know, he, he's proved it in a, in a freaking high-octane offense, you know, a couple years ago, that freaking crazy LSU offense that they had. So um, I, I think that they go with him here. If Pitts isn't there, if Pitts is there, it's, it's a lot for sure. Um, does anybody have anything to refute against that? Um. Well, I mean, that's that's interesting. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I'm probably just playing devil's advocate, but uh, uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. Devontae Smith being there, uh, it's just so hard for me to see them pass up on him like that. You know, dealing with Tua, you know, that was one of his big time guys when he was yeah. at Alabama as well. It's t- I mean, it is tough. I, and you, you could be right. They might try to go for the chemistry factor, but 
I don't know. I, I think you try to take the best available. That that's that's how I would do if I was running an NFL team. You know, I would try to go best available. We've seen too many times where teams try to get the perfect puzzle piece to fit with so and so. Well, what if so and so goes down? You know, like you can't really bank on that chemistry. If as long as you got a dog, you know, somebody that can that can. You know, I'm not saying Devonte isn't, but as long as you got the top athlete, I don't know. I feel like get the ball to him, let him do his work. Yeah, I mean the thing. I mean the thing with uh, Chase a few times was his route running. I mean sometimes yeah. that was that was one of the things that hurt him. And then you saw what happened. I mean that can happen with any wide receiver though. What happened this past year at LSU? Obviously he was going to have as good of a season because they have really no good quarterback. But I mean this man just won Heisman, and yeah. we're going to just pass up on him. I mean if Devontae Smith after winning Heisman at wide receiver isn't in the top ten, hey. It'll be on top ten, I think. I, I believe so too. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. We'll see. So. We're about to find out. So uh, I guess we'll move on to the next one. We'll see if he gets picked here. So uh, number seven, we got Trey picking here for the Detroit Lions. Trey, you're on the clock. Okay. So since I can't do trades on this, but um, I do think this is going to be a trade heavy draft, especially up here in the top, like the number ten through fifteen. Um, I, I do see this pick getting traded for the um, Broncos to the Patriots to grab their future quarterback. But if Lions do stick this out, I think they're going to go with Micah Parsons from Penn State, the middle linebacker, just to kind of give them that solidified middle linebacker spot for their defense with their new head coach coming in with that hard-nosed style of football. Um, I definitely think you're going to see your first defense player come off the board here with the uh, Lions if they stick around at this spot. Okay. Well, I mean, does anybody have anything to say against that one? Um, I've been saying certain things, talk about the Broncos or potentially looking at a quarterback at that position. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I don't know how that one's going to really go, to be honest with you. Uh, but I, I could see I could see what uh, what Trey's saying. I could see a yeah. defensive player going at a position, you know, at a long. So, be interesting to see. Yeah. I think the the line stacking up on defense. I mean, you've been seeing them do that in the, these past drafts. I mean, who was it? Akuda they got last year, pairing him up with another big athlete like Michael Parsons. I feel like um, Parsons, you know, another great athlete. I've been following him, you know, since high school. I, I really wanted him to go to UGA. Sadly, we didn't pull him. Uh, <clears throat> but um, no, I, I don't think it's um, you know out of question. I think that, that Detroit. Um, you know, they need that. I mean, right now, I mean, they did lose Kenny Galladay. They might look at a wide receiver, but I mean, overall, right there, I think Michael Parsons is a pretty safe bet, like Trey said. Mm-hmm. I don't think this will happen, but I, I could. I think there's a path to Detroit taking a quarterback here because wow. I know they just traded for Jared Goff, but, like, this is a long-term rebuild in Detroit. Like they, they've got a ways to go. Like, and I think we all agree Lance needs to sit for a year or two, not having played at a very high level and only really starting one year so – I don't. I think there's like a five percent chance it happens, but it, it wouldn't shock me if the if the mm-hmm. Lions took Lance, played golf a couple of years, and once they're really ready to maybe start competing, throw him in there. It's a good point, uh, and it, I'm not it, a fan of taking linebackers. Well, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I looked at this correct. Uh, oh wait a minute. I thought Denver had seven pick. No, um, they got the ninth, right? Oh. Yeah, yeah, they had the ninth. There's yeah, been a yeah. bunch of. There's been a bunch of mock drafts that say they're going to trade up. Yeah, he was talking uh, about if Denver traded up, yeah, to go grab. Uh, uh-huh. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. So, yeah, yeah. D- but Detroit getting a linebacker, I mean, like, like I said, I mean, I just – I think he's a pretty, you know, athletes, like, like you know, Jackson even, you know, mentioned, you know, athletes go – those those ones that just are off the charts athletically, those are the guys you kind of go for at this spot in the draft. And then mm-hmm. you kind of go for those other ones, I feel like, later on in a sense. Um, so, we'll move on to number eight, and that'll be Jackson drafting here for the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Just I'll make one more point on Parsons. Like, we all remember Isaiah Simmons last year and him going, what, seventh or eighth, just an elite athlete off the charts. It didn't really do much. I mean, would that give you a pause to taking Parsons that high? I mean, just at all. Like, I'm just not a fan of taking linebackers that high, honestly, unless they're like Patrick Willis or Luke Keekley level. Like, those are some guys who in the top ten obviously worked out. But I just don't think Parsons is on that caliber. I just – I know a lot of people have compared him to Simmons, and I just remember Simmons being regarded even higher, and he didn't really work out last year, which he still has a ways to go, but just just a thought. Okay. Mm-hmm. But just eighth pick, uh, you know, Carolina, you know, thought they could take a quarterback, traded for Sam Darnold. Um, you know, that I think this is another trade back position if the if the board were to fall this way, you know, quarterback, you know, Lance and Jones still on the board. 
But I think they're going to go offensive line and give uh, Sam Darnold maximum protection. I think they're going to go with Sean Slater out of uh, Northwestern. Sean Slater. Okay, cool, cool. Anybody got anything against that one? Um, no, not not that I see out of. I think that's actually a really good pick. I was not thinking yeah. about that with Carolina. Yeah, because Carolina, like you say, Carolina already do got their quarterback with Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold got a lot, a lot, a lot believe, of years left. In. I believe in him, man. I believe in Darnold. And me too. Um, after last year's draft, you know, when they absolutely just freaking went crazy drafting defensive players because that was the, you know, the weakness when they just went absolute haywire. Like literally every pick it felt like was a defensive player. Um, it wouldn't hurt to, I guess, show some love to the offense this year. Maybe, maybe give Sam Darnold a little protection, you know, moving forward. So um, Slater, you know, I've looked at some of, um, you know, his highlights and everything. Got really Trey, – Trey will have to, uh, you know, speak on this a little bit coming from an offensive line coach standpoint, but – Really quick feet for a guy that size, honestly. It, it's pretty nuts. So um, I think he's a, he's a pretty good pick here. You could see him maybe making, um, you know, some some all-pro teams or something, maybe potentially. Mm-hmm. I wholeheartedly agree on that. So let's see. So moving forward. So we, we had Rayshon Slater there. So that'll bring us back to the top of the board with Torres at the Denver pick here. Number nine. Oh, all right, then. Well, for Denver, um, I'm going to base this off of what the general manager himself said. He said he wants to add competition at the quarterback position for Drew Locke, and he believes that Drew Locke will eventually become a potential starting quarterback. But right now, he is not as confident, meaning they're going to take a quarterback, meaning there's two guys left, meaning Justin Fields will be going to Denver Broncos. Yes, I think Justin Fields will fit perfectly with Denver. Um, I mean, right now, you look at uh, Justin Fields and how he can fit into that offense. Um, it's going to be really interesting. Well, what if, what, could, if, what if Justin Fields was already drafted, though, Torres? Who would you go with there? Well, <laughs> hey, hey, if he was already drafted, he'll get Matt Jones in. They'll okay. get Mac Jones. Uh, there you go. Oh, so, okay, Jones. okay. So I see what went wrong. Okay, you accidentally put Mac Jones up there on, <laughs> on the thing. Oh, I did. Yeah, I did. No, you're good. You're I, good. I, I, that's my fault. Okay, so Denver's gonna get Mac Jones. There you go. Since there you go. I'm I, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I do not see no way how they don't get Mac Jones. Of course, I changed Trey Pig. I'm sorry, Trey. Dang, I see how it is, man. Oh, no, that was my fault. <laughs> Wait, well, okay, then. Well, that's the case, but yes, I think Denver gets the next best quarterback, and yes, then that would be Mac Jones. And I think Mac Jones could fit really well into Denver's offense um, going mm-hmm. forward. I mean, they got a lot of good pieces already there. Um, defense, I mean, come on, man. Von Miller coming back. Then they added another pass rush. I'm trying to think of his name. Gosh, my gosh. He's going to kill me. I have to look it up. But yeah, look Denver, up has, Denver has already added um, some pieces. And Drew Locke, I mean, you know, Denver won some games last year. And they also played in one of the hardest divisions in all of the NFL out of the AFC West. Mm-hmm. You know, and the AFC West is getting much better. You got obviously the Chiefs. Chargers going to get much better with Herbert and those boys. And the Raiders were, was not a bad team last year. So the Broncos going to be a really good team. They're going to be fine defensively. You got to have some offensive firepower. I don't know how long Drew Locke, Drew, uh, yeah, Drew Locke is going to be able to sit there in that type of pocket and be that type of quarterback. So in my opinion, yes, give me Mac Jones for the Denver Broncos. Uh, yeah, I, I like that pick there. I think, um, you know, Mac could could turn into something there. Uh, John Elway, you know, kind of helping him out. Was the other edge rusher you were thinking about Bradley Chubb? Bradley Chubb. Yeah, That's there you right. go. Bradley yeah. Chubb. Had a little right. injury. When they drafted. That's right. That's yeah, right. they definitely – quarterback so, is the main need for them. You're right, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So, you got both of those boys, I mean, coming back because he ain't played with Von Miller yet. That's going to be a really, really yeah. tough defense to play against, man. So. Yeah. Wholeheartedly agree to you. What about you guys? Same here. Yeah. I mean, Mac Jones will be perfectly fine. Oh, yeah. So let's <laughs> see here. Yeah. Mac Jones will be perfectly fine. Yes. Uh, he said uh, sarcastically. Uh, so that'll, that'll lead us to number 10 here. Uh, number 10, I'll be picking for the Dallas Cowboys real quick and we'll take a quick break after that. But the Cowboys, what I see here with them, I really like the draft that they had last year. If you guys recall, Going back to the podcast that we did, like, you know, reviewing or re or previewing, better yet, um, the Cowboys, like the, the you know, their division, uh, I was just gushing over who all they were able to pick. I thought they were getting steals left and right throughout the draft. I still kind of feel that way. 
Um, but obviously the needs that they have, I think, is on the defensive side of the ball. They have the offensive pieces to make it happen. You know, Prescott coming back, Zeke, the offensive line. I think they might be tempted to maybe go offensive line should, um, you know, one of those two main guys fall. I wouldn't be shocked if, you know, Dallas might be leaning that way just because they've been known to go for offensive linemen early and often. Uh, but I think defense is where they need help at the most. And right here, it, it feels like all the tea leaves are pointing this way, but Patrick Sertain out of Alabama. Um, it, I was tempted to maybe look at J.C. Horn. I love J.C. Horn a lot, but I feel like everything is kind of pointing to, towards Sertain landing with the Cowboys. He's been open about that. You know, his dad has that that pedigree. You know, he's kind of inherited that. Um, big D, DB, came from Alabama. You know, it's tough. I mean, they did get Trayvon Diggs. Uh, last draft, but adding him to the mix as well um, should help. So I feel like that's where they'll end up going, even though, I mean, like I said, Jerry, he might be tempted to go off at the side of the ball, but they need help defensively, in my opinion. What do you guys think? Best corner in the draft. I mean, I think it's their biggest need. I think they. I think if either uh, Slater or Sewell were to fall to him, I do think they could use a little extra help on the offensive line, kind of rebuild it back to where it was a few years ago. Um but I, I mean, I think it's got to be a corner. Yeah. Whichever same one you like best. Here. You think so too, Trey? What about you, Torres? Um, you know, I would just, I would just told a few minutes ago that Devonte Smith will be going in the top ten. But you know, I see. That's oh, but I okay. can't, I can't, man. They already got too much. I don't know. I feel, I feel. Like oh no, 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 no! He don't necessarily have to go to the Cowboys. Yeah. I'm just saying that's what I, that's what I just told. I just uh-huh. thought. So, but Sorry, we'll see. I'm gonna be highly disappointed. Let me tell you something. I know I will, you know, we'll get to when the time comes, but still this dude need a running back. If he dropped down there to Pittsburgh, we, hey, I'm going to call Mike Tomlin myself. And I'm like, hey, you better pick up Devontae Smith. Yeah, you keep that yeah. boy fall. I mean, I'm not, not, not trashing him. I mean, so far these have been kind of picking for need and stuff, I feel like, you know, where That's he's going to fit. Um, but I wouldn't be shocked, like you said, you know, if, if trades were to happen, maybe somebody does trade up, you know, for him. Um, I think Trey might be right. There might, there actually might be a good bit of trades in this year's draft. So, you know, who knows? There's going to be a lot of variance. So um, let's see. Anybody got no, nothing else to add there? So what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. And when we come back, it'll be pick number 11, the New York Giants. And Trey will be making that pick. So uh, we'll be right back. All right, and we're back, and like I said, we are picking things up with pick number 11, and that's going to be Trey here with the Giants. Trey, what do you got? All right, so I'm going to scratch that uh, itch on Torres's back. I'm taking Devontae Smith with the New York Giants right here. Thank you. I think he would be a great asset to the New York Giants. They already have a pretty stacked offense if you uh, count with the receivers they just picked up in Galladay. And um, I think Daniel Jones is a decent quarterback. I don't think I'm going to count him out yet as a bust. I think he's got a lot more to prove, yes, but yeah. he's going to have a healthy healthy Saquon next year, and I think Adam Devontae Smith is going to be a great asset for this team. So there you go, Devontae Smith. Okay. I mean, I'll add something to that um, along the Daniel Jones train because I mean, everybody's so quick to jump on him. I mean, really, if, if you weigh things out, at that point, if I, if I recall, it was either pick him or – Who's that bust that just got released by the Washington football team that I was always <laughs> saying he wasn't going to be good? I mean, it, it was – I'm just saying, one of the, if you really compare, I don't know. They they went with, I guess, the the better guy then. But um, – Haskins. Yeah, Haskins. I mean, but you add him to the mix, like you said, Galladay, Shepard, um, Darius Slayton, adding him to the mix, I think he could easily come in. He's, he's going to be – he's going to be a starter. He's, he's going to be a solid player, I feel like. Um, I just wonder what his um, his potential will reach, if you know what I'm saying. So co- college was something else. Um, you were in the perfect system, the perfect team, mm-hmm. literally great offensive line, great quarterback, great running back. Like, I, I want to see this guy face a little adversity, like I, I actual, you know, playing on, you know, with an imperfect squad, you know, not saying Dan- Daniel Jones is, is awful. I just talked him up okay, but. Um, I think it's going to be definitely a step down from what he had at Alabama. So I'm, I'm interested to see how that would turn out. Hey, you better watch out now. Dwayne Haskins is the future of the Steelers. So oh, yeah, that's right, Torres. <laughs> that's a curse. That's a curse. 
I'm gonna tell you something. He is not because guess what? We just did. We just signed a one year deal with Josh Dobbs. So yeah. give Ooh, me Josh I, Dobbs. I just tell you how things are going with Haskins. Yeah, <laughs> Josh Dobbs. You kidding me? Yeah, I know. I'm not kidding you. I'm saying, give me Josh Dobbs. Uh-huh. He ain't bad. Yeah. I like Bob. Hey, like so, Torres, what do you think about uh, Devontae going here? Um, I actually don't think that would be a team he would go to in that regards if he was to be down that late. Um, I, I was thinking the Giants would go. Huh? I said he just keeps coming at you, Trey. Yeah, Where's I know, man. He's no, 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 no. back, John. Now he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I just, I just think he'll, he'll – I, I just think the Giants would look for something on defensive end. Um, a little bit here and there. Uh, I don't know what they really would get. Um, I just don't. Um, they could go for an offensive player to add to the uh, mix of um, of the Giants. But uh, what was the other receiver they also just got? Like you said, you said Hollow, uh, Galloway. Galladay. They still have Sterling Shepard. They still have Darius Slayton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm about to say, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they already have a decent receiving core. I would think they will start looking, putting their eyes on the defensive end of the ball. But I wouldn't be shocked. Hey, if it's already good, why not make it better? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of going going off what you just said, I could see them also maybe getting Quiddy Payne out of Michigan here. He's an edge rusher. Um, but I I just – you can't pass up on Devontae Smith at this late. If he drops you right here, I just, I'd take him. Yeah. Um, Jackson, did you have anything you wanted to add? I would – I mean, I after they signed Galladay, I'm kind of in the camp of, you know, like they have a lot of receivers. And don't forget Evan Ingram as well. Yeah, Evan they Ingram. They did add Devontae Smith. I mean, Dan, Daniel Jones is under the pressure this year. I mean, you're going to have Saquon Barkley coming back. Like, you, you're going to – offense better be good and you better quit turning the ball over. I would personally – I would take a corner here if I were them. But Yeah. Corner. And I'll say this in Trey's favor here for that pick. Um, I think it's been pretty well documented um, here recently leading up to the draft about how Dave Gettleman, you know, we, we all know his involvement with the with the Giants. He gets what he wants pretty much, it feels like, um, majority of the time. And he he puts it out there. He doesn't even try to hide it, send up smoke signals. He wanted Daniel Jones, he got Daniel Jones. He wanted Saquon Barkley, he got Saquon Barkley. It's been documented that Devontae Smith is somebody that he really likes and is looking at. I'm just being honest. If any team is going to go out of the ordinary and do what, just what they want, it would be the Giants. So, I, I don't know. I think Trey might be onto something here. I really do. Yeah. So, um, that'll lead us to our next pick, and that will be Jackson picking for the Philadelphia Eagles here. I mean, they're going to have a new quarterback. I mean, I won't say new quarterback. I mean, Jalen Hurts is a presumed starter here. They they really need to mm-hmm. add to the receiving room. You know, Deshaun Jackson got old, cut. Alshon Jeffrey got hurt, old, cut. All you really have here is Travis Fulgham, who was picked in the sixth round last year. He kind of came on at times last year, but – he picked Jalen Rager in the first round, too. But I think they're going to need more help. So, I think they're going to get the best wide receiving prospect out of Alabama. And they're going to take Jalen Waddell at 12. Ooh, Ooh Torres. Coming at your throat. <laughs> I had to get that in. I like that pick, though. I like that pick. Yeah. That's a really good pick. Well, let's not forget, before he got hurt, I mean, I think you could have made a legitimate case that Jalen Waddell could have challenged for the Heisman. I mean, he oh, was putting yeah. up just as good a stat. They went up he had a couple of returns oh, yeah. for touchdowns. Oh, he, he, Torres, before he got injured, he was he was like right there with it. Yeah, no, he really it was. Challenge, but they would have been so far neck and neck that it would have it would have split the votes. It literally would have right. done that. I guess you're right. It would have split the votes. Sadly, I would have been. But um, Jalen Waller is that dude. I'm not gonna take that away. Yes, Jackson, and some people can make that case. Kobe on multiple occasions on the show has already said that he believes Jalen Waller is the better receiver than Devontae Smith. But, 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 who was the last time? A wide receiver has won the Heisman. It's been a long time. So for him to step in the shadow and do I mean, did we not watch the national championship? I mean, the man had over 200 receiving yards in the in the first half. Kobe's gonna long. love you. Kobe's gonna love you when he's listening to this. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's yeah. gonna Kobe, love you. You look you better, you better be happy on this show because I don't do much raving on Alabama. So you better get uh-huh. happy right now while I'm on it. But dude, I, I have this feeling about Devontae. Is, is also the mindset of people calling him small. He only weighed in, what, 166, 167, the day of pro day. He's going to have a lot to prove. Give me a guy like that. And, you know, Jalen Water is coming off this ankle injury. I mean, I think he's still going to be fine. I think he's still going to be Oh, yeah, right. he's going to be a beast. He'll be all right. Mm-hmm. But um, I like the pick, though. So, and then, look, he get to play with one of his – I mean, was he there when uh, Hurts was there? He was there? Yeah. Okay. Was so, he'll get a chance to play with Hurts. So, that's a, that's a good. 
It's a good fit, man. I like that fit. Trey, do you have anything to add to it? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I like Jalen Waddle here as well, but it, dang, I thought he's gonna fall farther than that. But um, yeah, that's a great that's a great fit. I didn't really think about Philadelphia grabbing him, so yeah. that, that's a definitely a good fit. Yeah, I like that one a lot. I I think that's a perfect fit for him. Um, like you said, the wide receiver position group there is just malnourished. You know, it, it's just nothing really. You know, so you, you laid that one out pretty well. They need that. There it is. Why not? I don't know. I feel like the only other position they might could add to would be uh, corner because that was another position that they kind of needed. Maybe J.C. Horn, but um, I think if Waddle slips there. I'd, I'd snag him. I'd snag him, especially if uh, the other two are off the board. You know, it's not even a competition. You know, you just got to go with him, I feel like. So I think there's a pretty good drop off, too. After whatever order you prefer, with it, Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle, I think there's a decent drop off after that. Then yeah. you're kind of picking and choosing with your receivers in this draft. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. All right. So we're circling back to the top of our rotation again. That'll be Torres here picking for the Los Angeles Chargers. Ooh, so y'all made it a little tough on me, uh, because I actually had Devontae Smith going for the Chargers. Ah. And then once Trey picked Devontae, and I said, okay, I'm going to Waddle. And then once he picked Waddle, <laughs> now we got to be over here looking for freaking – because I, I think the Chargers are going to go for wide receiver. I think Herbert okay. added a wide receiver to the mix. So I'm sitting here thinking, uh, well, freak, what is left? <laughs> um. Um, let me see. Let me see. Jeez. What other offensive alignment is left in right now? I have to go. I have to look more offensive alignment. There's here. Elijah Vera Tucker, offensive tackle from USC. What's um, the Alabama one? That wasn't that one. Oh, Leatherwood. Le- yeah. Leatherwood. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Landon Dickerson. You got Christian Darisaw from um from Virginia Tech. I mean, there, there's a there's a good little group, a good crowd. There was a certain offensive lineman that literally I cannot think of his name currently. Y'all Dickerson, took both of my wife. Leatherwood. That that's the two that I know from Alabama that would be in contention here. I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm about to say. Um, well, that's what I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. This is just a hot pick. I'm gonna go with. Uh, since he's the third best one. I'm going to go with Christian Derrishaw. Okay. I'm going to go with him. I'm going to go with him for the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. They are looking for offensive alignment as well. That's one of their uh, needs on the team. Um, like I originally said, I was thinking they were going to add something else to the receiving core of Justin Herbert. I mean, Justin Herbert's already a beast. You see he has a lot of upside. He's going to have an even better career, I believe, adding more pieces to the puzzle. But uh, keeping that offensive alignment gear, I think they add another one, uh, draft one. Um, keeping them up front, that offense is going to be good. I think later on in the draft, they will look more defensively, but I think early on, they'll look more to the offensive line or wide receiver position. So, excited to see what happens with the Chargers. Okay. Yeah, um, I like that pick there. Justin Herbert's definitely, you know, if we haven't said it before, um, you know, I'm definitely going to say it again. It's, it's, he, he's the future there and he, he is something special, bro. I loved having him in fantasy this year. Dude was winning me stuff left and right. Help me win my uh, my title yeah. in the right tray. Uh, he's probably gonna be <laughs> he's probably gonna be a part of my future moving forward. Hint hint. Probably gonna be one of my keepers. So I'm in love with him. I hope they can uh, they can protect him. Hopefully they can get a guy like you said right here with Darisol that'll um, you know keep him upright, keep him from being getting injured, um, and, and keeping that offense moving. They Jim could go corner corner. here as well too. So corner. corner. You yeah, I mean, Casey Hayward just got released. Or, I mean, I won't say just got released. He's been released for a little bit, and they, have, they don't really have much there anymore. So, I mean, you could see a corner go here. I agree. I think that um, – so, we'll move on to the next pick because I think it just goes hand in hand. Number 14 here, I'll be picking for the Minnesota Vikings. Um, I, and, and the reason I say this goes hand in hand, I think they're in a similar position. I, I think that they're looking for an offensive lineman or a corner like, you know, Jackson just stated. So, um you know, it, it's tough here. I mean, you do got Elijah Vera Tucker, like I mentioned. You also got another guy that I was talking about earlier um, in J.C. Horn, um, who I, I just freaking love. I think he's awesome. Um, but out of the two, man, I don't know. It's like whether you want to help block for Dalvin Cook, you know, and keep Kirk Cousins upright, or whether you want to add to that defense. And you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say screw it here. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the the, the defense here. I'm gonna go with J.C. Horn right here. I really like J.C. Horn. Um, I, I think that, you know, he gets overlooked a little bit because of Sertain in this draft. But, man, I watched him this whole past season. 
And dude is a dog. Like, man, he, he doesn't shy away from competition. Up in your grill, aggressive, goes after the ball, um, not afraid to get, you know, in, in the play, make, make something happen. So I, I really like him here. I think he's a guy that could really change a defense, a defensive culture in a sense. Um, not that they necessarily need that, but they've just kind of gone through an upheaval, I feel like, in their uh, defensive back position. So uh, bringing in a guy like him, it's a, it's a good step forward uh, for that team in that sense. He reminds me of a uh, Xavier Woods type, okay. or Rhodes, Xavier Rhodes. Yeah, another another former, or he's a former Viking, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so good good comparison there. I like that. Jackson like every year the the Vikings are taking a corner, doesn't it? Like I mean, the day have yeah. really. I mean, they started two rookies last year. You know, they took Trey Waynes out of Michigan State. He didn't really pan out. You know, they took Mike Hughes out of UCF in the first round a few years ago. He didn't pan out. So, it seems like every year we're mocking corners to the Vikings. And they're probably going <laughs> to take them they'll get they it right. <laughs> yeah, one of these days they'll get it right, man. You, you, hey, keep, hey, you keep shooting your shot, eventually it'll land, right? Yeah, I mean, they've had such a good defense for a while. Mike Zimmer is one of the best defensive coaches in football, and they still they, – they cannot nail that corner position mm-hmm. for anything. All right, Torres, anything you want to add? No, I think that actually is a really good pick. I like J.C. Horn going to the Vikings. Um, it's going to be something monumental to watch. I'm, I'm excited. For, I'm really excited to see what J.C. Horn uh, really brings to the table. A lot have been talked about him, so can't yeah. wait. Like it, I like it. All right, so next pick. All right, we only got two more left, fellas. So New England Patriots at number fifteen. Trey, you're on the clock. All right, so I know what I said earlier about Trey Lance. <laughs> and I don't think he's going to be that good in the NFL. But that doesn't mean that the Patriots don't see something in him. So I'm going to go Trey Lance here. They're going for their so quote unquote uh, franchise quarterback, their future franchise quarterback. So I'm going to take Trey Lance, and I think this is a good opportunity for him to sit behind former MVP Cam Newton and learn a thing or two from him, just because they kind of have the similar play style. I mean, I know Cam Newton towers him in comparison with weight and height, but. Uh, Trey Lance is definitely that quick, agile guy. I can definitely see him being somebody like um, Kyler Murray for the Cardinals. But um, I, I, I think they're going to trade up to get him. I think they're going to trade up in the draft again. Like I said earlier, it's going to be a heavy draft, uh, a traded draft. But um, if he does happen to fall to 15 and they don't have to do it, hey, that's that, that Belichick magic. I think he'll end up going at 15 if he's still there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. You know, it's funny, you know, like we only believe in, in New England when they go after quarterbacks, but we can't believe in somebody else when they go after quarterbacks because uh, this is funny. Trey Lance, I mean, you think that who Belichick will go after? See, I, 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 in my opinion, I would not. Like, I know I wouldn't. I don't think but, Belichick would either. I think Belichick would agree with you. <laughs> I, I, but I, I just think they're gonna. I think it's gonna end up being him. He's gonna end up going to the, the Patriots. It's either gonna be him or Mac Jones. And since I couldn't take Mac Jones, it's gonna be Trey Lance. God, the disrespect to Mac Jones. God. Uh, well, I mean, I, I can see if Trey Lance, if Trey Lance is still there, then yes, he would go. But man, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. Y'all might, y'all might call me crazy. Y'all might call me crazy. What about old Kyle Trask? I don't. I don't know. You you never hear him talked about that much. I don't know. He's not. I, I he's like not. him. I think he could still go maybe first round, possibly. Um, I originally liked him going to your Steelers. Um, at one point, like I thought that would be pretty cool. But right now, I don't know. Maybe they got other people they should go for at that position. He's kind of falling down in my ranks a little bit. But see, I, say, I just I just don't see how long New England is going to be believing Cam Newton, and I do think they are going to go after quarterback. Yeah, I just I just don't think Trey Lance would be the guy for him, you know. Now he could, he could. I just don't think that would just be the Belichick type quarterback that he would go See, after. The, the only way, the only reason I said Trey Lance going here is just because of the way they implemented Cam Newton in their offense last year. They had a lot more quarterback runs, mm-hmm. a lot more sprint out passes for him. So I definitely like Trey Lance could be that guy for him. I'm I'm not saying that he is going to pick. I just, I just think that's the best fit now. Like right now is. As Jackson said earlier, I mean, these upcoming quarterbacks, there's not many of them. I mean, who else you got? Spencer Radler, maybe. Mm-hmm. JT Daniels, maybe. Who knows? Who knows what could happen next year? But, um, yeah, Trey Lance is the only one that I could see going at this spot. I don't think the Patriots really need anything else other than that. And I was going to put Jalen Waddle there, but he got taken as well. So, um, to kind of feel that Julian Edelman spot. So, mm-hmm. but, yeah, I'm going to go Trey Lance here. 
he's also got the best name in the draft. So, I mean, his, na- his name is Trey. So, oh my gosh, <laughs> Jackson, do you have anything you wanted to add there? Uh, it, I don't think Kyle Trask will be picked in the first two days of the draft. I'll, I'll leave oh, that there. I, I agree with that. <laughs> that, that, I, that. I I would not touch Kyle Trask. <laughs> I, I would. I'll just throw it out there. See, no, I don't. I don't think he'll go in the first three rounds. See, with, with, with what Torres is doing, he, I know he's trying to get a hot take going, but that was more of like a lukewarm <laughs> yeah, yeah, suit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was thinking to myself earlier, when he was sitting there talking about the disrespect to Mac Jones, we may as well slap an Alabama <laughs> hat on that man's head today. <laughs> yeah. He is all about them Bama boys today. I'll tell you what, man. He, he is- I mean, I mean, why wouldn't I? Hey, I was just sitting here thinking like, man, like Devontae Smith need to be picked. <laughs> and, you know, I don't know, man. I just saw, like, I've seen a lot of reports in New England. The number one thing that they do need is a quarterback. So, if they need a quarterback, it's, I think they would try to pick the best available, anything close to what Brady Brady was. I don't think they I don't think they really like the route of Cam Newton. I really don't even think they like that. Mm-hmm. I think they just did it because he was the best available, the best chance to give them a chance to win. I just mm-hmm. didn't, I really don't, I just think they just picked him up for that reason. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think he's what they really want. That's Kyle Trask, man. About the, the yeah, the Kyle Trask first two it's days. Like, I don't know. I think he might slip in there somehow. It's like popping <laughs> open a, a fresh can of Campbell's chicken noodle soup and eating it straight out of the can. It's so cold. <laughs> I, I don't think there's good after these first five quarterbacks. I don't think there's going to be one taken in the first round. But I'll say it won't be Trask, and if it is one, it'll either be Kellen Mond or Davis Mills. I I agree. Okay. And I don't like either one of those two particularly. So many, so many Georgia guys, like get kids from Georgia, like David Davis Mills. I think he went to Greater Atlanta Christian, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Like yeah, so many guys from from the Georgia area. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Um. All right, so we're we're down to the last pick for today's mock draft episode. This is number sixteen, Arizona Cardinals and Jackson. How about it? Yeah, I mean. I think they're, they could go a few ways here. You could see the first running back come off the board here. I think that's less likely now since James Conner signed there. Um, they could go offensive line. Um, so, I think they're going to go with a corner here. And I think one of the most underrated players in this draft is Greg Newsom out of Northwestern. I think he's kind of seen a steady rise ever since his pro day. I think he had a really good season last year. I, I think that's where they go here because I know Caleb Farley out of Virginia Tech. I know a lot of people like him and talent-wise he's there. He's got a lot of injury history. I mean, he's he's been out with back troubles. I know there's been a lot of red flags come up, I think, in his medicals uh, leading up to the draft. And that that would worry me because you really need to get this pick right. And I think Newsom's at least on the same tier as him. So that's where I would go here. Okay. All right. Yeah, I like the defensive back pick here. Um, they need they need help at a bunch of different places. But they, they did get better this offseason, you know, um, they, they've added some pieces. Not, not really referring necessarily to, to James Conner, but the J.J. Watt pickup was definitely huge uh, for them. So, uh, corner, I mean, I don't think Pat, – Pat Pete, he hasn't really signed anywhere yet, has he? He signed with the Vikings. He signed with oh, the yeah, Vikings. that's right, yeah. That's and right. The, the Cardinals, they signed Malcolm Butler to a one-year deal, but, I mean, that's – I mean – Still need help. Yeah, Pat, Pat Pete being on, somebody's got to fill that void. I think you're right. I think they might go for a corner here. Mm-hmm. I agree with that one. That's a good one. Yeah. George, do you have anything? No, I don't. Not if not for that pick. Not for that pick. All right. Well, guys, that's gonna uh wrap up our 16 pick half, you know, first round mock draft here. So um big thanks to Jackson and Trey for joining us. Thank you guys so much for giving your time and your takes here. It was awesome. Anything you guys want to leave us with? Man, I would yeah, it's always a pleasure, man. I enjoy this so much. And um, anytime you need me on here, man, I'm, I'm glad to come on here. I'm just trying to get that number up. There you go. That's Absolutely. my fourth time. Fourth time on. There you go. Here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jackson, what about you? No, I mean, I'm I'm waiting for the NBA playoff preview. I'm, re- I'm, oh, I'm waiting for my invite on that. Like, oh, we're, we're going to be – that's where me and Torres are going to team back up. We're going to forget the Mac Jones, the Devontae oh, Smith yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. it's Brooklyn Nets time, baby. Tell him. Tell best friends. <laughs> Jackson, I've been, I've been spewing on here nearly every time. Oh, the I know. Clip, I've been listening. Them Clippers are coming. They yep. coming, Tyler. Y'all in trouble. Yeah. I'm telling you. 
All right, all right. Enough of all that. Now I'm just ready for that because I'm ready for the bets, bro. I'm ready. I'm ready to be. I'm told Torres. I was like, the way he's thinking, I'm ready to make some bets, man. Oh, I'm ready. Oh yeah. You're gonna be paying it. Hey, Rondo about to be the only guy in history to win the finals on both LA. Oh yeah. Because I'm going all the way with my Clippers, man. Shoot. All the way, write it down, sign it, mail it, and you can sign it and give it a kiss. I am ready <laughs> for the L.A. Clippers, baby. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Man, that's what you can't miss, though. But, uh, yeah, that's that's going to be a can't-miss episode. You're right about that. Um, all right. Well, hey, that's going to wrap it up for today. Thank you guys for listening in today. Uh, continue to do so. We're over on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you can listen to it. Give us a follow over there on Twitter, at the TNT Podcast. Instagram at TT underscore podcast. Um, and, you know, give us those reviews, those likes, those shares, those retweets, you know, all, all that good stuff. We appreciate all the support. So uh, until then, we'll see you next time. Boom, boom.